Welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast for real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and I am joined by Ken Hester. Hey. And by Jamie Buford. Hey. And happy new year. Come it's on, the somebody. New year. Oh, oh, feel Come it. On. It's oh, the new year. It's it. new year. I feel like yes. everyone should dance right now. Dude, wherever dance. you're doing. Wherever just, you're at. Yeah. Just okay. dance. dance party. Here we go. Dance party. Dance party. <laughs> mm. We are dancing. Mm. Look at, oh, I wish everybody could mm. see Ken. <laughs> yeah. Ken, Ken's getting into it. I'm breaking stuff. <laughs> Ken's breaking the studio. He's that excited about January, I but mean. here we are. Hey, but oh. are, am I that excited about January 2021, oh. or am I that excited about saying goodbye? 2020 to 20, is 2020. over. Well, I think that is that's for me. I think there's truth on Woo. both sides of that, right? So some people listen right now; they're just glad it's a new year. Oh. 2020 Praise is over. Uh, people are just excited about the new year. And listen, this is a new year, so it's January. We had a great month of December podcasting for the One Big Thought, and we got a great season ahead of us. So make sure that you subscribe. Make sure you comment. Make sure that you follow it. Make sure you share it. Make sure that you listen to it and re-listen to it and listen to it some more because it is going to be absolutely amazing. It's game changing. It's game changing. And the heartbeat behind this, as we've been saying, is we want to help people. Right. We we need help. Yeah. I know we need help. Yep. And we're constantly yep. trying to learn. And we want to be able to, tough. Ministry's tough. Yep. And listen, all you listen right now, you just came out of by far in our lifetime the toughest year. That mm-hmm. I am sure anybody's had a Without ministry. Without a doubt. Correct. Without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. You've come out of that. So you might be tired. You might feel a little beat up. Maybe you're very hopeful and excited. Yes. And maybe you're just wondering, okay, it's January, but things are still around. What's going to happen next? And right. hopefully whatever we do on this podcast is just going to help you and encourage you and give you truly that one big thought to help you think and think forward and be excited about ministry. And for all things celebration, the best way to celebrate in church is with worship. Oh, yeah. Woo! Right? Yep. It's how yes. we kick off, how most of us kick off every weekend with worship. And we thought we'd kick off this year, 2021, with worship as well. Uh, yep. Jamie, you want to sing for us? There you go. <laughs> That's your cue, Jamie. Here we go. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I, I can't because I can't. Uh, no, no. But, but. but we do have an incredible guest with us. Wow. We have a good guest. Yes. Jay Williams is with us today. And if you don't know Jay, you should and you will. All of her information. Listen, if you don't know her, you're going to immediately fall in love with her when you start talking. Oh, I mean, immediately. All yeah, of her information is going to be yeah. um, in our description of our, of our yep. podcast. Show so notes, sure. check it out. Check out the show notes, follow her on all social media. But Jay is an incredible mom. What I love about her is, you know, I've seen a lot of moms kind of struggle through being a mom to a girl, a teenage girl, mm-hmm. being very difficult. I was once right? a, a teenage girl. <laughs> so, I had a mom. <laughs> um, but what I love is that she's she's a mom, but she's a friend. I've seen her and Taylor interact with each other, and um, they have a great friendship, but a great relationship overall. And I love that about her first and foremost. And then on top of that, she is an ordained worship pastor a multi-award nominated singer and songwriter. She's a John Maxwell leadership coach, a marketing brand strategist. She is also the co-host of Joyce Meyer's Talk It Out podcast. So she's coming in Come incredible Ken, what are you doing resume. What are you doing? She is <laughs> this, she's, this she's is gonna our knock first it out podcast of the, of the new We're year. We're setting the bar. Our what are we right? What are we guests. doing? What are we doing next week? <laughs> and, and here's the this we gotta we gotta draw the listeners wow. in, right? We gotta draw them all in. We get them hooked. We're ready to go. But in fact, we wanted to uh, wanted to share a little bit. So obviously you go, all right, cool. That's a cool resume, but yeah. let me hear her sing. Oh, it's Man, listen, well, listen, within, within listen 10 seconds, well, within 10, 10 seconds, you will know. Right. Within 10 seconds, you will know. 
It's so good. Don't talk. So that should speak I for itself. Mean, yeah. This is why I did not. I declined to see there that you earlier. Go. Yep. <laughs> Set my sails. You're definitely going to want to download so good. that. It's yeah. so good. It's a good vibe. Good way to start 2021. And uh, in fact, I'm going to shut up and we're going to go straight into go. that interview with Jay Williams right now. Jay Williams, thanks for joining the podcast with us today. How does it feel to hey. be on One Big Thought? You know, my one big thought about it is I'm super grateful to be a part of it. So thanks for having me. <laughs> great answer. That is great. That's great. That's awesome. Well, you know, you know, one of the main things that we want to do with churches is we want to give them that one thing, that one practical application, something to kind of take them to the next level in different areas of their ministry. Today, I wanted to talk to you because you're awesome, one, and two, awesome. uh, two, uh, two, because you've got such great insight to worship ministry and what that looks like from the platform and from behind the scenes. So yeah. what's your one big thought in, in, in encouraging other pastors, other worship leaders in kind of this crazy COVID season, but also just in general ministry life? Well, you know what, <laughs> this this shift with the pandemic to like online communication and online worship um, experiences has really unveiled something that I believe has been um, something that I, I, I've prayed that worship pastors, worship leaders, MDs, pastors um, could all really focus on before all of this happened. And that that's been a big thing of mine of hosting the presence of God, mm. you know, like it's, it's, this um, the shift of being online has stripped away a lot of the performance That's true. and a lot of the personality uh, driven worship, which has been the shift in worship, at least I would say over the past 20 years, like there's been a, a, a huge shift into performance and personality right. when it, uh, when it should, I believe the big thought should be, teaching and equipping people on how to host the presence of God. Mm. I believe a, a worship experience can only be as dynamic as the people who bring in that presence with them. It has to be a, um, a collective effort to hosting and, and calling on the presence of God. Like that's, it should only be about him. And, right. Um, so when, you, because, when you, yeah. So when you're go thinking go about, um, when you're when you're talking to worship leaders, you know, as they're listening to this, you know, a lot of times I, I feel like worship leaders like, hey, I know the chords, I know the songs, I know what to do, I know how to lead people in a song, but not necessarily kind of what you're talking about, which is lead people into the presence of God or lead people into worship. What are what yeah. are a couple of things that you think that would help them in that? Um, I, I'm a big and and can you know like you you worked with me like I love skilled musicians um i love understanding the structure of a song what's the verse to the pre-hook to yep. the chorus to the vamp to the you know mm -hmm. um to the bridge like i love all of the structure but i as a as a as a songwriter that's how i approach music as a worship leader that's not how i approach 
a worship experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I approach the worship experience because and that's something when I go and help and, and, and lead and coach teams, that's like, okay, okay, we're going to go to this band and then we're going to shift to this and then we're going to go. And I'm like, I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to go. I know I got this amount of time right. and I know we, I know we want to make God smile in this moment, but um, <laughs> we can plan as much as we want, but let's, let's offer it up to the Lord. And so I would just encourage any worship leader listening and any pastor that's listening to encourage their worship leaders to have a plan but submit that plan to the Lord, like stay within the parameters. I've been in Mm -hmm. very, I've been in very uh, structured environments where planning center online has been the Holy grail, (laughs) like where you don't go two seconds over that clock, you know, or the whole, you know, multi-church experience, multi-campus experience could be totally destroyed. Um, But I've also been in full Holy Spirit flowing environments as well. It's like time is not like that where the pastor doesn't even sometimes speak, you know, where it's like it's about the presence of God. And so I've been in both. And so you have to first um, you have to figure out which environment you're in. Um, and within that, you have to be able to know what your pastor, what your church really mm-hmm. uh, wants to experience. But I encourage every worship leader to even when you're writing the set. Yes, yeah, some churches want fast, mid, mid to slow, slow, deep, you know, like (laughs) there's a whole formula that you, some churches really want to go by where I try to still bathe that in the Holy spirit. God, what do you want in this experience? If we lead our work and write our sets from a place of, we want to go on an experience with you. I believe in both horizontal and vertical worship. People say, what is that? I believe in horizontally touching the people and engaging the community mm-hmm. of worshipers to actually actively open their mouths. If you ever sit in a worship experience with me, like like I said, can you know? Like I'll be like, come on, open your mouth. Right. Like it's about as a work. I tell my teams this all the time don't be a worship lever, be a worship leader. If you're mm, on that great. platform, lead people into the presence of God, lead people to Jesus, help them to experience him and him to experience that worship. He inhabits, inhabits the praises of his people. And so um, I'm telling people, open up your mouths. Come on. Like, it's almost like Simon says, if you're comfortable, lift your hands, you know, (laughs) if you're, and you and I can, we've had some great conversations about like, you know, however you want to worship, if you want to kneel in this moment, you know, feel comfortable doing that. Giving people permission. Give them permission to do what what they should be doing in their private time anyway. But a lot of times this newer age Christianity and church experience hasn't equipped people for such a time as this. It hasn't equipped people on how to independently engage with the father, Mm. you know, (laughs) because we've been so caught up in the performance side of it. And so anything I can encourage is that. We shift now that we've had this moment of almost like desert season, you know, um, that we really when we get back really, really full force in community worship is really taking that time to teach individuals how to encounter God and and host his presence during yeah. worship. Jay, I, I love everything you're saying. And you mentioned a couple of key words like the environment that you're in and navigating, you know, everything that you're trying to accomplish through an environment. So what have you seen that has shifted? Because right now, some people's environment is a camera, right? Right. So they're looking into a camera and they might have a full band on stage with them in a camera, or they're looking into a room that has minimal capacity and a camera, and the majority of people are online. So how would you encourage worship leaders, pastors, staff who are on stage, you know, instrumentalists, uh, the band, whoever, whoever's up there, 
to do all that you're saying, but to a camera? Yeah. Um, it's, it's being comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. Number one. Yeah, Explain that. And, That's and, good. And, and, and for me, I've always, I never have gotten too familiar with the platform that I didn't get, that I don't get nervous right. um, before I go on, on stage, Be, you, you know, on, on the, or however you call it, old church folks, you saying pulpit, I don't know what people call it, on the platform, yeah, that's right. before you go up and do whatever you do yeah. for, you know, for uh, the, the, the church experience, um, because I, I understand that I completely need God to, to, to do what I do, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and, and that's one, that's the biggest thing is number one, never becoming use this moment of being extremely uncomfortable mm -hmm. to really reshift and pivot your, um, the way you lead, you know, like if some of us, because I've been doing this all my life, like I'm a pastor's kid. And so, um, and, and then I was ordained when I was, when I was, uh, 18. So I've been doing this over 20 years now. So, mm. um, awesome. and so I, I, I know I, I like, I, I could easily just get into this robotic, Hey, let me right. just, <laughs> just yeah. do what I do because I do it well. No, I became <laughs> so, no, I like, ah, like I just really have become so dependent on the Lord that I really can't afford to uh, go up because I've messed it up when I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've messed it up when I've done that. So uh, being comfortable, being uncomfortable is training yourself even when you're in the 20 second countdowns and know what you're, you know, that you're about to go on stage instead of goofing off backstage, like really focusing on the presence of God and giving That's God great. that, like that gratitude refocus. Like I even at the last church I was at, we made a chant. Like I made like a chant that we say, like, it's a privilege to stand on this stage. It's an honor to be trusted these ways. Less of me, more of you. Let's go out there and do what we do. You know, like just a quick, refocus on God, mm, you know, yeah. before you go out there so you won't get too comfortable yeah. doing what you do because it could be taken at any moment. So that's what I mean by being comfortable, being uncomfortable, not taking it lightly and not yeah. taking it for granted. And so um, the other thing, when, when we shifted into online worship, where it was literally no one <laughs> in the auditorium, right. Truth. the <laughs> thousands and thousands of seats empty <laughs> and we had to get the full the full experience that our church was accustomed to mm -hmm. um it's what i shifted into is staring in that camera as if i'm looking at a person that's on yeah their last piece of hope mm -hmm. yeah that's good like i connected more and i get kind of emotional right now because i know what it feels like to be on the other side of that camera alone isolated um wanting to be with family wanting to be with friends wanting to be with church people you know mm -hmm. and needing that moment that connection in worship needing someone to look me in the eyes and tell me that they care about me yeah. and that jesus cares about me like so i if, if you like i literally did not take my eyes off the camera it was very rare mm -hmm. that i wasn't like intensely staring at that because i'm like somebody i just did it for one person different every time we we, t we would um record i would just envision somebody it wasn't like a bunch of people i would just mm -hmm. be talking to that person you know so um that's how i did and that's how i encourage anybody like ask god to reveal to you somebody yeah <laughs> like yeah, that is who so am good. i ministering to if it's just one person let me minister with all i have to that one person in this moment yep I think one of the things that stands out to me, you know, and you mentioned it, is 
setting yourself up? You know, how do you how how do you set your own spirit to minister to people? Because if if you're not in the right place, then you can't lead people to the right place. And what I love about what you do is you take your team there as well. So I've seen you with the drummer. I've seen you with the MD. I've seen you with vocalists and, and everyone on, on platform as part of the worship team and individually leading, leading them and leaning into them in a way that gets them to that place of understanding that there's weight to leading worship. So explain just in a, in in a couple of minutes, like your intentionality behind that. Oh, it's a risky one too. And a lot of (laughs) leaders aren't willing to do that. You know, it's getting dirty (laughs) with your team. And sometimes it like with the last church that I was, um, the worship pastor over, we had like over 20,000 members on the roster. So we had a huge church, but I try to make that connection with each person as much as possible because if you want that, because what I desire as a worship pastor, worship leader is to have a team, a squad, you know, mm-hmm. a squad that, that, you know, like I believe in sending Judah first. We are the front liners yeah. of the war, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I need to know that y'all got my back. And the only way, the only way that I believe even a sports team can get connected with each other is to go through the fire together. So that, that's a, that why I say like a lot of people don't want to do that because that's that's having those hard conversations. Yeah, that's having the, those uncomfortable conversations. That's th- having that those behind the scenes moments. work. That, yep. That's the behind the scenes work. So I can look to my left or right and see that if my musician, if my MD, my keyboardist or my drummer or my bass player or my lead singer is looking one way, I know their facial expressions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that, yeah. oh my gosh, they're going through something. She didn't verbalize this to me, mm-hmm. but I know that I'm probably going to need to pinch it and jump in and lead her part and the church doesn't need to know like yeah that's great you know no one needs to know but the only way you can be in sync like that is if you're willing to go there with your team and get to know them and be willing to have those hard moments and a lot of people aren't willing to do that especially now in this i mean and i'm all about the grace of god but everybody's so graceful that nobody wants to know the dirt like nobody Mm. wants to like (laughs) get in and get dirty with people and so i believe Worship is so pivotal. And, and when I say worship, I believe worship is a lifestyle. So I don't believe it's just on the platform. That is definitely right. not it. Right. Um, but I believe like the worship team, worship department is so critical and vital to the church experience and to experience God in the way because it's really about God. That's mm-hmm. his moment. Like the word is for us to be edified. The word is for us to be strengthened. But the worship is really it's really about him. Yeah. Like let's make him smile. And so, um, I believe it's so important to have a strong, strong team. And so in order to lead a team like that, you got to be willing. And here's the thing. Most people on a worship team are creatives. And, uh, most creatives, we, <laughs> we really emotional. We got a lot of stuff going on. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Jay, uh, as we, um, kind of come to the end of our, our time, I got so many questions for you. And I think, I want to, I want to ask you a question just from from my seat as a lead pastor. So there's people listening right now in all different forms of leadership at churches. Many lead pastors, senior pastors are listening right now. Can you talk a little bit about how important the lead pastor and the worship pastor relationship is and how to actually have uh, them connected so they're on the same page? Man, that is that's a great question. And I wish more pastors asked that question, um, because the same way that I just talked about 
the worship pastor understanding their team of vocalist and band, that has to be heightened a hundred times hotter mm. when it comes to the yeah. worship pastor and the lead pastor. Because if you think about it, they're the two that are probably on the platform the most. Yep. They're the two that are speaking into the majority of like, that's the, that's the church experience. Like, and that's why Satan, and you think about how, how, how intentional like Satan was because Satan was the worship leader. Like, so yeah. that, yep. that, from the beginning of time that's mm. already been one that's either been beautiful or not so beautiful yeah, right but it's yeah. so important for pastors and worship pastors to be in one accord not always agree agree to disagree but it needs to be a seamless dance yeah. Yeah. you know like sometimes maybe the word needs to go first and the worship needs to come last sometimes worship needs to go longer sometimes it needs to be shorter because ain't no oil on it you know like it just <laughs> yeah. depends yeah. you know it, yeah. but it, there needs to be such an uh, um an in-sync relationship where i as the worship pastor should be able to look with no fear into my lead pastor's eyes and my lead pastor i can either nod or do a wrap-up where we're just or in the middle of a song the lead pastor could be able to come up and pray or yeah man that's what yeah. that's why i believe this pandemic is so important because it gives us a chance to reset yeah and reset what a a, a worship experience should be it's not about a 25 minute worship set and then a 30 minute sermon it's about an experience let's yeah. experience god together and edify the body of christ and yep. so that relationship is critical Absolutely. yeah so so powerful just to 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 be able to think through each element, right? And each, ultimately, it, it's based upon each relationship, right? It's a relationship right. that you have with people in the audience or on the other side of the camera, people that you know that you've got that relationship with and what mm -hmm. they need in that moment. It's the relationship that you have with your team. It's a relationship that you have um, with your lead pastor. And so those, those key points are, are extremely critical. And we hope that this podcast will, will continue to be that one big thought, be that encouraging statement to senior leaders, to staff that are really struggling and trying to figure this thing out. So Jay, thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Jay. Thanks You're for incredible. Thank you. um, I love you. You're amazing. <laughs> and I uh, can't wait to see you again soon. All right. Talk to you.